Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast presented by FanDuel. The Super Bowl is here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. FanDuel has some awesome exclusive Super Bowl offers for new and existing users. Continue to jump in on the action at any time with live betting. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And continue to get in on the action while you wait for the big game with NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so many other sports to bet on. Download the FanDuel app today and start making every moment more during Super Bowl 57. 21 up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. Expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Volume. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. My goodness, Mitchell. Super Bowl? We got the Super Bowl, Rich. It's not the finalists that you wanted. I know that. Um, let's let's start with that game in Philly, a beatdown of the 49ers, of the very fragile 49ers. I don't even know if we what we call this game. I mean, talk to me, Rich. Well, what we're going to call it is the refs. You know, we're going to call the refs. This is the refs Super Bowl. The refs got involved, way too involved in both games. In this first game, SF had 11 penalties. Philly only had four uh, in crucial penalties. It's they uh, drive-sustaining penalties. Uh, and the next game, they had drive-sustaining penalties. It just it just wasn't the way you want a playoff game called. Now, the Eagles earned it. The Eagles earned the win. Obviously, it's hard to get a win in San Francisco if your third string quarterback who's been seven and oh goes down and then your fourth string quarterback goes down and then your third string quarterback who can't throw anymore has to come back in. Then your running back has to throw the ball. So it was just a set of unforeseen circumstances. Uh, but Philly took advantage of it the way they have to, they won the, they won the championship and they made it to the Super Bowl. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you know, take your hat off to them. I think Philly is a deserving, you know, participant in the Super Bowl, but I will say the true losers in today's viewing party were the fans, Rich. I mean, first series, Brock Purdy goes out. You know, this game immediately changes. And what we thought the game would be between two juggernauts turns in between a journeyman, Josh Johnson. You know, I know he's new to the system, whatnot, but I mean, he's not going to give them too much of a fighting chance against the elite in this league. And unfortunately, 
play after play, drive after drive was just coming up empty, Rich. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the game started with a t- uh, first down that shouldn't have been on a fourth and three, an incomplete <laughs> pass that was obviously incomplete at the time. You could see it by the reaction of the receiver when he got up. Devontae Smith got up panicking and like, hey, hurry up. Let's just hurry up and run the play. And, and clearly, you know, in any other situation, you at least call a timeout to say, hey, take a look at this. You know, it's and for some reason, we're acting like timeouts are invaluable. You know, they're, oh, my God, we got to save them for what? They use the timeout there. It's a really important part of the game. Let's see what happened. I see why he's panicking. Let's take another look at that. But they didn't. And they got to give up a touchdown on that drive when it would have been a turnover on downs. That's the seven point swing right there. Then you have the the really curious play of, of blocking Hassan Reddick with a tight end on the first deep developing route you run. He's second in the league in sacks uh, behind Nicholas John Bosa. And I don't think you would block Nicholas John Bosa with a tight end. And they, for some reason, blocked him with a tight end. And, of course, he beats the tight end and gets a sack that not only forces a fumble, but puts your quarterback out for the game. So that was one of those. It was bad. It was bad. And then it got worse. And you're just, like, scratching your head, like, why? 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 Why block him like that? Why? Why not slide to him, chip him, do something? You know this is deep developing. Like, I would think there's there's more to it. But those were two huge plays. Hassan Reddick played an unbelievable game, had two sacks in the game, two huge plays. but. That's why I didn't feel like a, a crazy win for Philly. I mean, Jalen Hurts had 15, was 15 for 25 for 121 yards, ran it 11 times for 39 yards. Miles Sanders had 11 rushes for 14, 42 yards and two touchdowns. But it just didn't feel like, like Philly was in control a lot of that ball game until obviously the both quarterbacks go out injured. And then it's like, yeah, there's not much you can do. So, uh, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be a cool Super Bowl matchup. The NFL playoffs are here. If your team's in, it's going to be fun. But what if you could actually be at the game? That'd be fun. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to your favorite NFL team. Check out Game Time, the fastest growing app in the U.S. If your team is out of it, no sweat. They have tickets to NCAA, NHL, NBA games, even concerts and comedy shows too. So if you're in San Francisco, you want to see the Niners, download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem the code SHERMAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, enter the code SHERMAN, that's S-H-E-R-M-A-N, for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now and use promo code RS so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. This Super Bowl, we're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to win. Right now, it's a minus one and a half Philly line. And we also are going to do a same game parlay with A.J. Brown as an anytime touchdown score. All on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code RS to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. Well, Rich, to your point, you know, obviously the emotions of, of in, in the game, right? I mean, Purdy goes down. Philly, obviously, you know, looking at it, like you said, that was not a catch up by Devontae Smith. They were the beneficiaries of a touchdown on that drive. And then their second scoring drive, it was penalty after penalty after penalty on the San Francisco defense that, you know, some of them justifiably so, some of them a little bit of a head scratch, Rich. but. I want to bring you you on the sideline. If you're still playing, how does injuries to key positions like the quarterback position affect your mindset? You know, with the rest of the game, being it on the first possession of the game, are you guys still locked in mentally or is there a little bit of defeat creeping up? No, I mean, guys are still locked in. I mean, they've done it all year long. You know, they've overcome all year long. They lost their first string quarterback, second string quarterback. Now lost to third string, and they've responded well every single time. So I think guys still played hard, you know, but a lot a lot of those ticky-tacks, the illegal contact uh, penalty on Charverius Ward was very ticky-tack. There was a pass interference on Jimmy Ward that you really don't call in the playoffs. He jammed A.J. Brown up. He couldn't get off the jam, so he decided to spin and then spins, and then uh, Jimmy almost intercepts the pass. It's, it's, it's just It was just one of those games that looked really controversial the entire game where you're like, hey, like who's is this the playoffs or are we in the preseason? Like you don't you don't call these calls, but yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. You know, obviously, you know, a team with the quarterback is going to get to the Super Bowl, and that in that situation just didn't feel like a championship should. Sure. Well, Richard, what there's a lot of question marks going into next season for the Niners. You know that this team has got to answer a big one at the quarterback position. I know we liked what we saw with Brock down the stretch, but is he the guy going forward in the next season, or are you taking a peek at other options like Tom Brady? I don't think anybody's taking a peek at Tom Brady. Not not on this side, you know. I think they'll go with Brock Purdy to start the quarterback to to start the season. Obviously, they'll treat Trey Lance 
like a starter as well and get him prepared because obviously they're going to need multiple quarterbacks. Uh, they got to figure out what they're going to do at the right tackle p- position. Mike McGlinchey is a free agent, and you know maybe they'll try to bring him back, or maybe they go another direction at that position. Um, that's a huge question mark. They got to pay Bosa, so you know there's there's some things that need to be done this offseason. But it was just an unfortunate way uh, things happen. Uh, even even so, you would have loved to see the game finished with the third string quarterback at least him healthy and having a shot. Uh, without him having a shot, it is a bad culmination thing. Like you said, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And and not to take anything away from, you know, our friend of the program, Darius Big Play Slay. I know you got to be happy for him. I know you probably it's it's good to see this Eagles team get a chance to go forward and win it all. But like you said, Rich, not not the type of game that you would expect uh, between these two elites. But Richard, let's transition to the AFC. Kansas City Chiefs playing in Arrowhead, as a lot of people calling it Burrowhead this week against uh, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is another game, (sighs) came down to the wire, big, big penalty call at the end, huge blunder by Joseph Osai at the end there, which I'm sure he's beating himself up bad. Richard, your thoughts on this game? It just felt, again, weird. It felt like one-sided in terms of penalties. The Bengals had nine penalties for 71 yards, and again, crucial penalties. There There was a play where they gave him an extra third down where they said, hey, they were blowing the ball dead because of the clock was supposed to start to stop. And they blew the clock dead after they didn't get the first down. Like, it was really weird. Then they give them another third down. And, of course, on that third down, they give them a penalty that gets them a first down. It just was – it didn't feel right. And, again, the refs should not be involved in championship games. They shouldn't be involved in playoffs in general. You shouldn't be talking about the refs when you get to the playoffs. It should be like, hey, man, this was an incredible play. Hey – Man, this was an incredible play. This guy made a heck of a play. You, you, but instead, we're sitting here and talking about, hey, what was that call? Like, hey, what happened there? And there were two missed holding calls on that same play. So it's like, hey, like they they held two players and no call. And then, of course, you make the call where Burroughs gets pushed out of bounds. But if you make the holding calls, then they negate each other and you replay the downs. And uh, you just hate to see games decided like that. You know, it doesn't feel as earned. I, I hate the way it happened. Uh, I'm not a fan of the way the league let let this one go down. You know, none of them refs, I can't say none of them, but, you know, they, those refs should not have a playoff game again, both both for both games. Yeah, Rich, I mean, again, I mean, just watching this game from my own couch, understanding, you know, how much is on the line, I'm with you. You could see – on numerous of those plays that you're referring to, holding, or, I mean, just ticky-tack calls that could have go both ways, but you're just going to let them go. Most importantly was the Mike Hilton P.I. call at the end, you know, rap, wrapping around, I think it was against Valdez Scantling. You see that play every given Sunday in every game, and it's not called. And even, even the commentator said, we, we don't call that. You know, you, you look for a, a lot more aggressive motion and swinging the body around than just having your right arm around his hip. I mean, and those regular season calls, that's going to piss a lot of fans off. Yeah, and <laughs> deservedly so. I mean, come on. I mean, it just, it just doesn't make sense. And, I, I, you know, I mean, the, the league is the league, and it's going to be a huge moneymaker, and they're going to have a Super Bowl. And, but it just it, it just taints the game. It taints the way you, you view it and consume it. Kansas City, I'm sure, is happy. Philly fans, I'm sure, are happy. You know, their teams are going on. They, they benefited from the way the games were called, and that's cool. You know, nothing against those teams, but these refs called a horrible game in two games. 
And if you're a casual football fan, not a fan of either team, then and you're being objective, you're like, oh, man, this is kind of it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You know, I'm sure it doesn't ch change anything for those guys. Like you said, big play Slay gets to a Super Bowl. Brad James Bradbury goes from cut to a Super Bowl team. Uh, Dendal McKinsey gets to another Super Bowl. Linville Joseph gets to one, you know, so it's it's great for a lot of guys who've been working their butts off to get to a Super Bowl and you're really excited for them. You just hate for the refs to be such a big storyline and they were the storyline in both games. Obviously, it would have been hard for San Francisco to win even in a perfectly called game with both quarterbacks going down. But at least you want it to be called clean, like you want it to be called fair or just, hey, you know, in the playoffs, you swallow your whistle and let them play. You don't just blow your whistle on one team and then the other team you swallow your whistle because then that looks obvious. Richard, you've played in a lot of NFL games. You, as a competitor, have you ever known a play that you beneficiated from that you shouldn't have? Is that a wrong? That's a fucking <laughs> terrible question, Mark. How am I trying to ask this fucking question I don't right know now? What you're trying to ask, but I just benefits man no, i i'm uh, i want i want the word beneficiated to be a, uh, beneficiated to, yeah let's copyright it's, it it's now a, because that's what we're you gonna get say. from a, a terrible officiating call any team any team benefiting <laughs> from the officials is gonna be like hey man they're getting beneficiating over there <laughs> a lot of beneficiating beneficiary um, of a bullshit well, I, call. The, only one, the only one i can think of is the fell mary where golden caught it didn't catch it against green bay and that was the replacement ref so you're like yeah, well, that's why. And then after that, they brought the real refs back. But these ones felt like replacement refs. You're like, you're like some of those calls. You're like, did Buffalo Wild Wings call in to 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 stop the game and to get involved because that didn't look like a passing offense. That didn't look like a holding. And then the plays that looked like a holding, you're like, oh, that's holding right there. And you're like, oh, you guys aren't calling that right there in front of the quarterback while he's he's swimming, like. It's not going to call that, and it just it, it just sullies. I'm really I, I'm really unimpressed. Well, hey, Rich, this is this is concluded at least our AFC NFC championship. We're going to have a, a week to a couple of weeks. We're going to have Pro Bowl here, and then we got Super Bowl after that. So we're going to have time to let this this weekend kind of subside and the emotions of it get removed. But that's all for championship weekend. Appreciate you guys joining us. Sorry you guys had to watch that beneficiated game. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> Congratulations to the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 